Howdy, folks. I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Hutari, and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And when I say spiritual growth, I'm speaking about our relationship with God and our relationships with one another. Today, we're going to be taking a look at this whole area of having a vision, right? to have a purpose in our life. To live life with a purpose is really key. Without a purpose in life, we kind of tend to be like jellyfish, right? We move around and whichever way the wave is going, we're going to take that or whichever way the tide is going, we're going to go with that. Whichever way the opinions of people are going to go, we go with that. Whichever way this person goes, we go with that or our appetites, all that stuff, man. We kind of jellyfish our life. But to have purpose is really injecting our life with meaning. And to select or to have the right purpose is also key. It was about a year ago that we began this particular podcast. And we began it with a real intent in our heart to express spiritual life, and to express it in a way that would reach into the hearts and minds of men, women, and children who have experienced some things with the Lord in your life, but really haven't made some deep connections with the church at large or with certain things pertaining to a life style in relationship with God. You just don't want to give up some stuff. You've been, you've been the people that have been in mind. You're still very much the folks that are in my heart. The reason being is I was one of you. (laughs) Big time, man. I was standing on the outside looking in. I'd been on the inside as it were, and I got burned. I got burned bad, man. I mean, the old saying that sheep got teeth and people are sheep. uh, No joke. People got teeth, people are sheep, and they bite. And they can bite with words like nobody's business. And it bruises, it hurts, it can actually destroy people. I've seen it. And I didn't want a part of it, any part of it, until... God lovingly reached in and revealed to me 
his heart in such a way that it just blew my mind. I had no idea that he was that loving, that is that loving, that he is that loving, that he is that understanding, that he is that concern, that God is that available, that he is really compassionate, that he is really slow to anger, that God is nothing like or not like, very much not like what had been portrayed or had been portrayed to me by other people. So I'd reached a point where I said, if I have to believe in God because of looking at the way the church is, I don't believe in God. And the only reason that I believe in God is because of God. I think that's all right. In fact, I was probably looking at and to people more than I needed to before. And now my understanding of God has expanded. And that was what really needed to take place in my life. I didn't necessarily understand what was going on when things were going wrong and things were very difficult. I was just realizing that they were going wrong and they were difficult. And I started reaching out for other things. As you well know, I started reaching out for alcohol, for drugs, other drugs, for sex, anything that I could do to kind of salve my wounds and give myself some entertainment and excuses. And basically to have a party, I felt like I was missing out on things. I felt like I had missed out on things by being a person that was really committed to Jesus. And I'd reached a point where I said, ah, forget this. I am going to become absolute bohemian, a hedonist. I will be narcissistic to the nth degree. And I am going to live for me, eat, drink, be merry. Tomorrow I just might die and who cares? Until, until the Lord reached in. And I'm sharing this because there is this renewed thing going on in my life, but it's not just mine. My understanding is that the Holy Spirit is reaching in to lives across the nations. And he's starting with the church. For those who have known him, he's starting there and waking us up and showing us the vastness and the greatness of who he is and how small we have made God to be and how characterized we've made him. What he looks like to other people is a buffoon or a very distant, iconic, kind of hands-off thing or a cosmic energy ball. The characterization of God is an abhorrent thing in the eyes of God. It would be for me if someone characterized me and made me out to be something in someone that I wasn't, I'd have to set the record straight eventually and show up. Well, the Lord, by His Spirit, is showing up, as it were, and those who are tuning in have heard this over this podcast many times, that we are in the midst of a renewal. And that renewal is no joke. God is revealing himself to set the record straight. Like Jesus came to set the record straight about his father, the Holy Spirit is setting the record straight about Jesus. And Jesus is setting the record straight about the father. The father is setting the record straight about the whole thing. 
so that we can get things straight, so that we can be on with the things that we are supposed to be moving on with. <sighs> now, without vision, the people perish. If we don't know where we're going, any road will lead us there. And if we have so many options in front of us that we don't know what to do, we need to stop and ask God for help. And that is what we have been doing. We've been saying, God help. And in this podcast, we've been saying, God help. We've been praying together, God help. And as a result, things have been coming together in focus for me personally, but also in the lives of other people. I'm hearing and seeing the body of Christ waking up and allowing God to expand our vision as to who he is, but also to expand our vision as to who we are as individuals and who we are as a collective group. He is expanding that. I've had a too small view of myself. God sees us much larger than who we see ourselves as being. God has more faith in us than we have in ourselves. He has more confidence in me than I have in myself. He has more confidence in you than you have in yourself. God actually has confidence in us. God, God, the creator of all things. Not the angry dad who slips out a buck here and there. God, the most powerful, yet most loving, the most warlike, but the most tender, amazing, the well-roundedness, the holiness of God. He shows us these things so that we, ourselves, can drop our preconceived notions as to who we are and begin to respond to his view and his heart as to who we are, which gives us purpose, which really ultimately is very, very, very important to have, once again, to have purpose. The other thing that's happening is that there's an expanded view of who others are. I've had a too small a view of who other people are. In fact, I've had kind of a judgmental view in many respects as to what people should be doing, how they should be doing it, and why they're not doing it, and how they hurt me, and the list goes on. And I've had this narrow view of people that people are untrustworthy, and people are out to get you, and all, once again, the list goes on. And I realized that I'm not alone. We basically guard each other from each other because we have a too small view and also because we've been hurt and don't want to get hurt again. We've had a view of one another that's too small. And that view, interestingly enough, when that view of you in my mind changes, I see you in a different light. And I start talking to you in a different way. I treat you in a different way. I treat you as an equal. I treat you as someone who has something to say. 
something to contribute, something to join into in my own life. And that's a beautiful thing. That's a powerful thing. That is a beautiful thing, and that's a powerful thing. So with that in mind, the vision that I have, that I believe God has given me for this particular podcast, so that when, as it's happening, I'll put it that way, as it's happening, and when it happens, but as it's happening, I can know that it's happening because these things will be evident. Once again, right? If we don't have vision, we don't really know what we want or we don't know what we're looking for. And it could be happening all around us, but we don't know it. Things are happening around us all the time that we don't know. And it would behoove us to have our eyes opened up by the Holy Spirit to show us what's happening what's going on, and how we can be a part of it. Because it is so much more than just the SSDD jellyfish life. It has purpose. It has meaning. Here is the vision for this particular podcast. My vision, and it's a vision I believe that the Lord has placed on my heart. My vision is for us to be individuals, yes, but individuals who have been united by the blood of Jesus Christ, the shed blood of Jesus Christ. We are united by faith in him that he is our Savior, that he is Christ, the Son of the living God, that he is the one, he is God the Son, that God became man and dwelt among us. For us to be united in that reality, to be really joined together under the banner of love and the understanding that Jesus is the Christ. He is the Christ, the anointed one, the son of the living God. My vision is for us to be individuals who have been united by the blood of the Lamb to be filled with the Holy Spirit to a point of overflowing. To be filled. When you get a cup in this regard, the cup that's being filled, the stuff that's in the cup belongs to me. The overflowing is what comes from me and it goes outside. The Holy Spirit in me is one thing. The Holy Spirit upon me is an overflow. I want to be so filled with the Holy Spirit that he overflows. I don't want God to stop filling me with him. I want to be filled with him on a regular basis. To be continually filled with the Holy Spirit so that we can be about the work like Jesus at the age of 12 said, he, he's got to be about his father's business. Amazing. My vision is for us to be individuals who have been united by the blood of the Lamb, to be filled with the Holy Spirit to a point of overflowing, allowing that abundant life to flow from us. Not just to keep it to ourselves, but to flow from us. Notice that abundant life. Not just our lives. I mean, it's great that we do stuff, but that abundant life, man, the life of God, 
That's what is needed. God is needed. God through us is needed. God flowing from us is needed. Not just for us to know about God, but for God to be in us and filling us and flowing from us. That's my vision. My vision is for us to be individuals who have been united by the blood of the Lamb, to be filled with the Holy Spirit to a point of overflowing, allowing the abundant life to flow from us in a naturally supernatural way. For that life to be flowing from us in a naturally supernatural way, not that goofy religious way that is just goofy. The only way to say it, it's, it's, it's unhealthy, it's goofy. It's a characterization. It makes God look weird, man. But to be naturally supernatural, to be relevant, and to be supernatural, that we can say to somebody, hey, you know, I noticed that you're hurting. Do you mind if I uh, share something with you? Do you got time? If they say no, say, oh, okay. And walk away. Or to have someone say, yeah. And you don't have to jump in around. Jumping around. You don't have to jump around in a circle. And make them feel awkward. Because you start screaming in tongues. And shouting the name of Jesus. I have a vision to see people naturally supernatural. To be people natural to be have people naturally supernatural for this to be as normal as helping someone with a flat tire. Now help someone with a flat tire is right, but the naturally supernatural part, for it to be as normal as that, but to be as profound and impacting as being there when a mother is giving birth to a baby. <laughs> Life-changing. To be involved in the kingdom of God in a way that is an ongoing daily lifestyle. As natural as stopping and seeing someone who has a flat tire and helping them, it would be as natural to see someone and present to them the offer for healing miraculously letting the bible pages become alive i am so for this i have a vision for that so my vision is for us to be individuals who have been united by the blood of the lamb to be filled with the holy spirit to a place of overflowing allowing the abundant life to flow from us naturally in a supernatural way for this to be as normal as helping someone fix a flat tire, but as profound as being a midwife, doctor, or nurse, witnessing and helping a mother who is giving birth to her baby. Folks, we're taking a new step in this podcast, and we are moving in a direction toward the equipping of the saints, equipping us for the work of the ministry in a supernatural way, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, we can talk about natural works 
all day long, and that would be very easy. How to have a bake sale, how to knit, how to do these things, all very good things. The other side of the coin is supernatural things. And in our culture, they've been diminished and poo-pooed and neglected, and they are almost nil. Well, in the reviving and the renewing of the church, they are being renewed. Along with abundant life, inwardly is the abundant life expressed via the gifts of the Spirit to build each other up, but also to be demonstrated outwardly as a way to validate and bring attention to the gospel of Jesus Christ, the message of the kingdom of God. We have a grand opportunity. It's been presented to us. It's being presented to us right now. Do you want to be part of something that's bigger than you, that is doomed to failure unless God is in it. And if you do, you have tuned in to the right particular podcast because that's the direction that we're going. To be naturally supernatural, to be a people that are enjoyable to be with, but also powerful to be with when necessary. We know when to pull out the guns and we know when to pull out the paintbrush. People that can laugh and have fun together and people that can cry together. People that can sing together and people that can do the work necessary in helping a person who is a widow fix their house or go fishing and just enjoy ourselves. The body of Christ being alive, real, and supernatural. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for inviting us into this whole thing, this whole way of life, so that we are not simply jellyfishing, that I'm not simply a jellyfish, floating around, looking for something to happen, God. I, I, I've done that, Father, and I'm, I, I'm sorry that I've done that. I'm so, I thank you so much for forgiving me, for forgiving us, for cleansing us, so that we don't have to carry that around and help us forget that stuff and move forward. Fill us with your spirit, Father. Really, right now, fill us with your spirit. Your spirit, that we would overflow and that the love that you possess would blow from us, both to us and through us, like it did Jesus. Thank you that you really set the bar high with him and gave us the best example by becoming a man and dwelling among us and showing us how to live. Not showing us that it was impossible, but just a good show. Glad you enjoyed it. 
see you in the millennium. But empowering us that the gates of hell would not prevail against us moving forward. United. God, it's happening, and I thank you. And I, for one, want to be part of it. And I, for one, am going to be part of it. And I call out for workers. Ask you to please use this podcast, God, to send laborers out, to wake up people and to help people, to equip people, so that we can be engaged with who you are and what you're doing, to know you and to know your ways. Father, thank you. And I stand here and I pray this and believe for this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, folks. I love you. The next time that uh, we open up this podcast, we're going to be zeroing in on the spiritual gifts. There's nine of them that we're going to be looking at from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. So if you want to do a little bit of homework, I would encourage you to read the book of 1 Corinthians and the book of Ephesians, those two. And it will give you some real good uh, material, as it were. But also, it's so full of life, man. Ephesians, 1 Corinthians, the whole book, but especially in uh, chapter 6 of Ephesians and chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians. So, in the meantime, if you have any thoughts, questions, all that good stuff, or criticisms, man, uh, drop me a line or drop us a line at lifearonthefire at gmail.com. That's all one word, lifearonthefire, all lowercase, lifearonthefire at gmail.com. We will get back to you, and I love you, and I hope that your day goes well. God bless you. Goodbye.